welcome to the Weather of the Mind podcast. I'm your host, Doug Krish. Good day to you. And I hope you're well. This podcast uh, finds me well, and I hope it finds you well. Uh, I want to begin, well, I should begin with a few announcements. This is the Weather of the Mind podcast. You can find us on iTunes and Spotify or directly on the website, weatherofthemind.org. You could drop us any line, contact, all that stuff is on that website. We're trying to uh, build practical approaches to emotional health on the Weather of the Mind podcast. And you also find we have, I produce some, I say we and I because it's a lot of me, but there's also a lot of other people who help out. So I'll say I go back and forth. Anyways, uh, it's been a few weeks since I produced a podcast and I think I want to speak about that because the real theme of this episode is a PSA, a public service announcement, and that is 2020 is a tough year and it's going to remain a tough year. And I think it's important that we just remember that and keep expectations at a reasonable level both for ourselves, our families, our communities, and the country and world. I don't know if you can relate to this, but I certainly got lulled into a confidence that it was going to be summertime and I'd be getting a lot of exercise and be hanging out with friends outside. And it would be a great relief after a tough spring. And it would be pretty smooth sailing and fun, optimistic times. A lot of that has come true. I've been exercising a lot. I mean, the weather's been warm in upstate New York and a lot of the country. Biking, playing frisbee, tossing baseball, uh, playing tennis. It's been a great, great few months of uh, warm weather and exercise. And I've been doing my other foundations, sleeping well, hydration, cooking healthy meals, even working on some baking. Made some blueberry scones this week and... That was a, a real, that was a cool cooking project because they came out amazing. So this PSA, this PSA, 2020 is a tough, is a tough year. I mean, a challenging year. And so, so the thing is, so we take that, okay, you have a PSA, you remind people of that. But then where do you go with that? For me, I always go towards strategy. All right, let's, the, let's assess and strategize. Life is, is a challenge, you know, we have to, 2020 is a challenge, but life is a challenge. And I think it's beneficial for us to look at it this way, to have a general sense of the horizon, to kind of see things a bit visually, like we're on this journey through life and there's this landscape and the map. And what does the next month and few months look like? What does the next few years look like? I mean, 2020 is a tough year, but 2020 is will go down as one of the most important years in our lives personally in our in our personal like individual selves maybe on our relationships and families and in our communities and in our larger systems because there is just so much chaos there is so much disruption perhaps the one image of today is that of a forest fire now a forest fire is a naturally occurring event. It might happen, you know, depending on the forest and how where it is in the world and how dry it is, how exposed it is to lightning. Forest fires may occur every few decades, depending on the locale. But it's part of it's the cycle of the forest life. And 
What happens when you have a massive forest fire is it clears out just a lot of the old, the old large trees and the undergrowth. But it creates a, a totally new landscape because now there is a lot of sunlight on the forest floor. Whereas the canopy was, when the forest matures, the canopy fills in and not much light makes it to the forest floor. That's a late succession forest, they call that. But after a fire disturbance, you go back to an uh, earlier stage in secession. So if we think of society as a forest, these, this, this Corona 2020 year is like a massive forest fire where it's very possible that 25% of universities and colleges don't survive this year. 25% of bars and restaurants don't survive this year. The disruption, like any disruption, can be, or any chaos, will have its pros and cons. So the cons, I think, are often evident to us. The economic stress, the social stress, the emotional stress. But it's important to remember that there ought to be just as many pros. A disruption, I don't think, is inherently good or bad. And it will just create opportunity for change. So I think it's, I think it's good to remember this. To remember that this is going to be a tough year, but it will benefit us in the long term. It's kind of like when you're training for a sport. I mean, this is why I always go back to talking about training for an endurance sport. Because you're out there in the middle of the summer, logging your miles on the bike or running. And you might not see results for a long time. But it's part of this ongoing growing and getting stronger. And I think we need that kind of outlook for this year and hopefully for life as it stands. And I think in a way, again, plenty of cons, but the pros of this situation is it, it, it's a forced retreat. It's a forced pause. It's a forced reflection. If society slows down and comes to a semi-halt, it just causes us to consider a lot of things so i encourage us i encourage you and myself i encourage anybody i encourage us to to take that time to take that space to remember that 2020 is hectic and chaotic but there are pros and there are cons i'm always encouraging people to write lists because that's the way my brain works but you can do your version of it draw pictures just think about it, but maybe have a little space that you devote to 2020 in your room and, and, and you, you make little tributes to the cons and the pros just to remind yourself, you know, it's important, I think, to make visual reminders of where we want our mind or our spirit or our focus to be for a few months. But you almost have to update these every few months because a lot of times they, they become, we become used to them. So I try to like, you know, put reminders next to my desk, but I find it's good to change them, good to change them every, or, you know, shift them in and out or move them around. Seasonality of life. Keep it fresh, you know, keep, keep growing, but uh, keep mixing it up, I suppose. So the take home message, I think we got it. Think about understanding the landscape of whatever situation you're in, accepting the situation for what it is, honestly appraise it, and then strategize. So I think I'm going to do a little art project this week, and I invite you the same. 
a little 2020 pros and cons, a, a tribute or like a little, a little, I don't like to use the word altar. I'm getting, moving away from I mean, a lot of spiritual religious references. But what's another word for something like an altar? I guess a little art piece, a little, a little reminder that, uh, hey, we're in the mix right now. You know, 2020 is a challenge. 2020 as forest fire. Let's let's hear a little more about forest fire. This is a little clip from the Wild Nature Institute, a small video that I found called Forest Born of Fire. As always, links are in the show notes on the website. All right, let's give it a listen. There is a rare and magical kind of forest in the American West. This forest is ephemeral, springing suddenly into being. We never know where it will appear next. It is the home to a unique community of plants and animals. This fleeting forest is as ecologically valuable as our treasured old-growth forest, and even more scarce because it's so short-lived. In momentary magic, it flowers and thrives for just a handful of years, providing home to a ride of life. Countless creatures come from miles away to partake of its seemingly endless bounty. This is the Intensely Burned Forest. It begins with a lightning strike deep in the forest. A tree ignites and a fire soon spreads in a natural event that has been repeated innumerable times for millennia. Native beetles sense the smoke and heat from miles away and immediately swarm in huge numbers to the newly burned forest. These beetles deposit millions of their eggs inside the dead and dying trees. The beetle eggs soon hatch into larvae, which feed upon the sapwood under the blackened bark. And so on and so forth. The cycle of life, destruction, growth, burning, soil, plant, animal, we're part of this. Society is part of this. Cycles of growth. All right, let's review that assignment for the weekend. And for the first time, this assignment is mandatory, I think. Uh, yeah, this is mandatory. You gotta do this. <laughs> and your take-home assignment is to take a space in a notebook or a sheet of paper that you put on your wall or an art piece to kind of engage and celebrate 2020 in a way. Celebrate the chaos. Celebrate the storm. As a reminder that it's still life. It's real life. And sometimes life is really chaotic. But, but that's part of it. That's part of all our lives. And we're going to come out of this 
I hope, in better place than we started. We don't have a lot of forced retreats on society. And sure, there's worst case scenarios where it brings out the worst in humanity. But that might be just 10 or 15% of people. That might be millions of people, but that still might be small. I'd like to think that there's a lot of people who are going to grow and learn and hopefully be a bit wiser from this year. And hopefully it will, it will be, it will be for the betterment of our collective growth. Well, I wish you the best. It was great to connect over the wonderful audio medium. Please drop me a line anytime if you want to say what's up. If you have requests for show topics or things you want to engage, I love getting questions or prompts. Coming up in the next few weeks, I'm doing an episode on the five-year vision for the Weather of the Mind School Urban Monks affiliated projects. And I want to do an episode on kind of going off this theme of kind of embracing 2020 for its pros and cons. And that is I want to talk about how we can really kind of download the benefits. Uh, how, do we, how do we take the lessons we're, we've learned so far and are learning from this year and, and turn them into something that turn into fertile compost for our soils? How can we take the challenges and turn them into healthy growth? Well, there are little mini steps in that process. I want to explore that. And I also have been reading a lot of old Greek and Roman philosophers and historians, like little excerpts, and I'm going to bring some of those in the podcast soon because those have been amazing, much more accessible than I thought. Reading Plato talk about witnessing the death of Socrates, that is exceptional. I might just read that for one of the podcasts. It was just, Some of these are very, extremely readable, and it's like reading almost a newspaper account or a weekly magazine essay that was written 2100 years ago it's it's wild and it's exciting and the more that i study the greeks and the romans there's a lot in their approach to practical philosophy that completely resonates with where i'm trying to take the weather of the mind podcasts and school and affiliated projects good things to come remember think about your foundations if you're not relying on your foundations how can you remind yourself better Good sleep, cook some healthy meals, exercise, get that blood pumping, break a good sweat, and think about your social. And also think about your sure alone time. Make sure you're charging your batteries. All right, much love, people. Living and learning, one week at a time. Peace. Bye-bye.